Welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast Series. I'm your host, Shona Gates. I'm a women's life coach, success strategist, and a self-proclaimed badass. And I'm here to help you rediscover your authentic self, stop delaying your happiness, and step into your truth. This podcast has been created to connect, inspire, and nurture mums who want more. Are you ready? Okay, guys, today's little podcast is a little bit spicy. It's going to be a little bit controversial because I want to speak about the problem with supporting women in business and this whole brand and this whole idea of hashtag support women in business, right? I mean, I've spent a lot of time curating my Instagram feed to bombard me with women supporting women constantly. Uh, not women loving women, just women supporting women. Uh, that's a whole other thing. But I'm really careful about what I let onto my feed. If you go onto my Instagram page, Sexy Selfish, you will see that I don't follow many people. Who I follow is a very conscious choice of mine. It's very much an energy thing. Um, lots of body positivity accounts, lots of female entrepreneurs, lots of inspiration, lots of value added, things like that, you know? I've spent a lot of time creating a safe space for myself online. All about small business education, little lots of value giving, female-led empowerment content day in and day out. I'm all about the girl boss movement. However, however, when that's all you see and you see it that often and it's been years and years now, the flip side of that means that if you look carefully enough and if you look for long enough, and you have enough conversations with people, you can see the cracks. The cracks in those carefully curated brands that are all about hashtag supporting women. And behind the scenes, they run their very profitable business. And I know these are very profitable business because I have conversations with these very profitable businesses. I can see when they're registered for GST. I have these conversations with vendors and women in business behind it. You know, I'm not making uninformed claims here. I have, I've done my fact checking, you know, check tape, bitch, let's check, yeah? Behind the scenes of these very profitable businesses, they run them by, guess what? Taking advantage of women. I do not believe this is a conscious thing. I don't believe they're sitting around their their head office table going, yes, we're going to get women to do everything for us for nothing and we're going to take all the profit and it will be such a master plan. I don't believe that's happening. I don't think it is a conscious choice, right? Behind the scenes, they're taking advantage of women. And it comes as a shock to many people. When I shared about this, I'd recently shared about it on my Instagram stories. The response was overwhelming. Um, it took me a few days to get through the DMs actually and respond to people. And it was interesting that some of the organizations that I would have actually flagged as maybe doing this contacted me with questions as well. So I think it's just as much of a shock to them maybe as it is to the people on the other side of this. And it's a shock to the business owners who often aren't aware that they're doing anything wrong because it's not like a conscious wrong it's not like you murdered someone that's very obviously wrong right because often they're just simply following in the footsteps of whoever came before them 
or that's how it's just done or they see that that's how everyone else is doing it or that's just how we've always done it, which is one of the most dangerous phrases in business. And these are kind of the blanket statement ideas that just sweep all the problems away. Well, it's okay if we're doing that because I know this other person does it like that too. However, I've had enough. (laughs) My clients have had enough. This has been years of conversations behind the scenes, sometimes with paying clients, sometimes with friends who are not getting paid for the work that they do for these women supporting women businesses, right? I've had enough. My blood has reached the boiling point. We've hit the crescendo. And I posted this Instagram story highlighting the issue. And I knew, I said to my husband, I know this is going to rock the boat when I posted it. And I wasn't doing it for attention. It's because like someone needs to say this. This is all happening and no one's acknowledging it. Someone needs to say something and it's going to be me and my head's going to be on the chopping block and I'm probably going to lose speaking gigs. I'm going to lose sponsorships from it. But I'm almost okay with that because I would only be losing it from people disaligned with my integrity, right? The response was overwhelming. People from literally all over the globe started sharing their stories with me with the same fear. They were sharing with it privately, knowing that if they said anything out loud about what had happened, they would be missing out on major awards. They would be missing out on major sponsorships, on major speaking gigs, right? But I had seen behind the scenes these cracks in the facades of these businesses, it was happening everywhere. It's happening to so many more women than me. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to blog about it. I'm going to podcast about it. I'm going to put this conversation out there and let's, let's see some change eventually, hopefully because businesses on the surface supporting women, but behind the scenes, they were leaving unpaid invoices to women led small businesses unpaid, right? or just not paying them. They were asking for women to volunteer hours upon hours, upon hours over months, over years of time for nothing, for hashtag exposure, right? Or experience. Like, no, we're not about that. They were requesting discounts and requiring pro bono services and freebies and just the expectation that women would do all this stuff for nothing. And I think this is where it really got me because these were women-led companies especially in the event space, if you contacted a male-led company in the event space and asked him to do an, a ginormous catering gig for nothing, you wouldn't even have the balls to do that. You would not ask a man to do these level of jobs for nothing. And yet women have no problem asking other women, maybe because we know how fucked up we are in the head and we just want to give everything and make everyone happy and people please. Women have no problem doing this to other women. And that's the crux. That's the problem. How the hell are we ever meant to rip down that patriarchy if we cannot even fucking pay each other properly, right? So businesses on the surface that are all about supporting women, fempreneurs and boss babes, but behind the scenes, leaving all this stuff unpaid for free, pro bono, hashtag exposure, We'll pay you an experience like, no, not good enough. Not good enough. How are we meant to close the wage gap when women businesses don't pay other women? How are we supposed to support women if that support only extends to sharing an Instagram post they made and not to paying their invoices on time? How are we meant to demand respect in the entrepreneurial space if we treat other women with such disrespect, it doesn't work. 
It doesn't make sense. And here's the thing, guys. The work begins here. The work begins with women first. We as women must treat each other better first. Support is more than commenting on a Facebook post or engaging in a poll. Support also involves paying women for their products, services, and time that in turn helps you grow your business. So instead of shopping for the absolutely cheapest option, and often I'm going to be super honest with you. I am advised regularly to fire my Australian assistant and hire someone in the Philippines. I am advised to do that regularly by coaches, by mentors, by people who think they're above me. And I just flat out won't do it. I absolutely will not do it. Saving $300 a month is not more important to me than my integrity. It never has been. I will always choose to pay local. I will always choose to support women. Absolutely every opportunity that I can, that is always the option, right? Yes, It might cost you a few more dollars per hour, but if your scarcity mindset and your business is so severe that you don't believe that those, that the investment that you pay will make you money in turn, that's another thing to separately work on because guess what? Your integrity is worth it. What you put out into the world is what is returned to you. So you want to be paid up front for invoices instead of chasing them for months, then you pay your invoices straight up. You want to be paid without people questioning your prices, asking for discounts and telling you their friend can do it for cheaper. Then you do the same to other women when you inquire with them. You pay them. You don't question their price. You don't ask for a discount. You don't say, oh, but six months you said you could do it for 300 and now it's 400. Yeah, bet we raise our prices. That's what fucking happens. You want people to refer your business and leave you testimonials. Then you do the same for other businesses you interact with. Look, I'm not, I'm not here to call out specific companies or organizations because I know that's another thing that came into my inbox. Everyone was like, oh my God, tell me who's doing this. And I'm like, I, I couldn't, even if I wanted to, the list is too long. I'm here to open up a conversation. I want to call awareness to this issue that I truly believe if we leave this unchecked, this is what is going to keep women, so many women in business stuck, whether that be in a cycle of self-doubt always doubting themselves that they're doubting their worthiness, doubting their enoughness. It's going to keep them stuck in a start a cycle of feast and famine, not knowing when they're going to get paid again, or if they will get paid for all the hours and time and effort they've put in about undercharging and being in survival mode instead of thriving and rising together. We can't make aligned and abundant decisions when we're stuck in survival mode and we can't get out of survival mode until some of these businesses pay us properly. So what can we do about it, right? I know you guys want a solution. It's not as easy as wrapping it up in a bow. I truly believe the solution is opening up the conversation for it. I don't know the answer yet. I'm here to begin that conversation. I don't know the answer. That's the thing. But here's some things to think on. If you are an an organization or a company focused on hashtag supporting women, this is a call to action to just check in with your employees, check in with your vendors, check in with your freelancers and your contractors and the people that you work with and ask yourself, do you feel that you are fairly compensating them for their time, their services, their products with your whole heart? And how can you lean more into this? How can you have those conversations with those people? How can you offer them maybe a little bit more? Do you, you know, I've got a particular friend 
not a friend, a family member who runs a company and he has a huge turnover of staff, super high turnover of staff. But when I asked him about it, he said, well, of course, I'm not going to pay them above award rate. Once they start making me a lot more money, then I'll start paying them better. And I'm like, that explains a whole lot, doesn't it? So how can you open up that conversation with the people within your business, your company, who you work with, um, about how you're compensating them and whether they feel aligned and appreciative and, and on track with that or whether they feel like there's a discrepancy and a difference and that could eventually lead to frustration and friction and this big gap that we're talking about. As someone on the other side of it, it's time to ask yourself, how can you set clear and healthy boundaries around the work that you do? Sorry, guys, a blip in my recording. (laughs) Clear and healthy boundaries around the work that you do. Do you need to raise your prices? Do you need to let go of a client who's taken advantage of you and maybe still is taking advantage of you or plans to in the future? Do you need some rules and some boundaries about what type and how much pro bono work you will take on? So um, I know I'm going to ask for examples on this specifically, so I'll let you know. So I was asked, I've been asked many times to be guest speaker all over South Australia, all over Australia, globally. I will 10 out of 10 say yes every single time if it is a Facebook Live and I can jump on and I, you know, just have to put makeup on. I don't have to wear pants. 100%. I will give my time and value to everyone for free on a Facebook Live. That's how I roll. I feel really great about that. However, if I have to drive somewhere, if I'm standing in front of more than 100 people, if I'm offering time and expertise and I have to like wear pants and a bra and get a dress and get my makeup done for an event, um, and then the company tells me they're not going to pay me to speak at that event, not going to reimburse me of any type. However, I know that it's not a non-for-profit. I know the women who run that are leaving with money in their pockets. It's a really, really difficult one to reconcile. So I have rules. I have rules about the type of pro bono work I do. I will always say yes to Facebook lives. I will say yes to in-person guest speaking work. If it is the donations from, if the profit margin is going to a charity, if there is over a hundred people and their social media has X amount of people. And if it's within a certain driving distance from me, right? So I'm not saying never give your work for free. I'm not saying never exchange your services in terms of exposure, experience, influence, things like that, but you've got to have rules and structure and boundaries around it. Otherwise you will find yourself taken advantage of maybe not consciously, maybe subconsciously taken advantage of you'll feel burnt out, frustrated, and you'll be just lacking that feeling of alignment, that feeling of worthiness of knowing that you're being fairly compensated for the value you bring to the world, right? So let's not leave these conversations for another day. They need to happen now. And ripping down the patriarchy, it begins here. So my final parting note on this is you support women by fucking paying them. It's that simple. If you loved this episode, please subscribe and leave me a little love note by tagging me at sexy underscore selfish. 
To check out more of the Sexy Selfish podcast or to grab some of my little goodies, head on over to the freebie hub at www.sexyselfish.com. It's totally free and it's jam-packed with hours and hours of content for you. Thank you so much for being here with me today on the Sexy Selfish Show and showing up today to become the best version of you. I'm sure you got so much out of today's episode and I know that I really did as well. If there is someone in your life who would really benefit from hearing this episode and some of the things we shared about, please share it with them right now. It's as easy as just sharing a link and you could literally change someone's life. Remember, it is time to stop delaying your happiness.